Welcome in the jar, where friendly face ain't far. Now come have you a seat, and let's have a cigar. cigar salad this episode first clip this is not good man first down another fake coming jameson williams the speedster has a block williams cuts up 25 20 still on his feet jameson williams scores so that was the first half of the nfc championship game last week i can't imagine how much money vegas made in that first half of that football game on Detroit Lions betters. But why could you blame them? Why could you blame the betters? Detroit was playing lights out in the first half. It's one of the greatest NFC championship, if not the greatest playoff comebacks uh, in modern NFL history. And that's because a man that I have been a hater of for the duration of his time being a pro, put together one of the best halves of football a quarterback has ever done in that big of a game, right? So I'm done being a Brock Purdy hater, and that transitions me into this clip. I've been calling this. I've been calling this guy a game manager. And I saw him make a play like that. Put his shoulder down, dude. One more time. He could have gone down right there. Didn't. Kids playing ball. It's that simple. Kids playing ball. 16 for 21 in the second half. 179 passing yards. One touchdown. No interceptions. Do I hate the Chiefs? Yeah. Did I also hate the Niners? I don't like them. They're playing good football, though. Somebody put down a million-dollar bet at Caesar Sportsbook. It says Caesar Sportsbook has taken a $1 million bet on 49ers money line. I wonder how much that would pay. I, I can't do math off the top of my head. So you're seeing more bets than ever due to the widespread legality that sports gambling now has. Vegas is going to be and has been the richest it's ever been. Right, You're literally going to be able to have people place in-game wagers over at Allegiant Stadium for the Super Bowl. Okay. And you're starting to see how much these players' families are having to spend just to go see their husband, their son, their brother play. I think I saw a suite in the, uh, you know, one of the nicer suites in Allegiant Stadium was going for two and a half million dollars. I wonder if you even need salespeople for a a thing like the Super Bowl. I feel like the the seats just sell themselves, you know. But if they had to have like premium seating reps just for the Super Bowl, people going out there trapping, 
and you hit a lick for a two and a half million dollar sale and you're getting like seven eight nine ten percent of that i don't know man it's interesting you know the the power that the league has and you know you're seeing some conspiracy theorists some folks that uh don't like seeing Taylor Swift on their television for longer than 30 seconds during a three-hour game. They don't like it. Okay, they say the NFL is conspiring with a certain party to give a certain celebrity certain exposure to then endorse a candidate in this year's election. Folks, it's, it's getting crazy. It's a big conspiracy theory. Babylon B's talking about it. You know, the NFL wants the Chiefs to win because then Taylor Swift will be in the limelight more with old Travis Kelsey. And then Taylor Swift might endorse a certain candidate, which from what I saw might Put swing voters in the election. Let's say Taylor Swift endorses a certain candidate in this year's election. There was some sort of statistic that told the readers that 18% of folks from a certain generation could and will be swayed if Taylor Swift endorses a certain candidate. I've got the dog barking in the background, so please excuse me while I ramble here, okay? We live in a crazy world, folks. Could be the case. Might not be. But do any of us have control over that? Probably not. Anyway, what's the next clip? Oh, we're going to talk now about the AFC Championship. That eases me right into it. Now, this man Lamar, say what you want about him. Say what you want about him not being in the Super Bowl made one of the craziest plays I've seen in my 27-year life watching football. Here it is. Ball batted up into the air and caught by Jackson. He caught his own pass. That's one of the greatest plays I've ever seen. This is intercepted 100% by the Chiefs' read. And Lamar uses the instinct. So I had the Ravens in the Super Bowl. I put a Super Bowl bet on the Ravens. When I saw that play, I was like, they're going to do it. That's, that's going to be – this is a team of destiny. Next clip to reiterate that. Look at this play. And it's just like, screw you. We can do whatever we want. That's what that looked like to me. All right, we're just going to run by you and go deep on you. And there ain't shit you can do about it. Now, I will give the Chiefs secondary their flowers. Other than that play, they played their ass off. And I'm just throwing a barrage of clips at you. But old Baldy NFL on X had this to say about the Chiefs' secondary play in this game, down the stretch. Let's watch the biggest play of the game. First play of the fourth quarter, right here. Zay Flowers is going to run the old West Coast offensive play, just a little flanker drive across the middle. 
And here comes Legereus Sneed chasing the play. They got exactly what they want. Zay Flowers in the middle of the field. He's going in to dive in to hopefully make the score 17. Play was crazy. Sneed punches it out. Trent McDuffie falls on it. These two corners, they never stop competing. Sneed, McDuffie, and here it is. They blitz the play. Drew Tranquil coming. There's the, the drive right there to Zay Flowers, and he's going in to score. But here comes Sneed with that right hand. Bam! He punches that ball out. And there's McDuffie on the spot. Just made a play, man. Great individual play. He just made a damn play, you know. And they were step for step with those boys. Those Chiefs DBs were step for step with those Ravens receivers on most reps. Now, the Ravens only ran the ball six times throughout the course of the game. And they got a stable back there. Gus. Um, there's another one. I can't remember his name. There's three of them. And you don't even know their name. And they damn, you know, I should know their name. But they rip off damn six to ten yards of carry each time they touch it. And you could just rotate them in. That's the thing about football. I don't think people always realize the average, you know, is that when you can roll guys in that are fresh every other play, that's sometimes that's the main difference between a big power five school and an FCS school, right? The ones are normally the talent equilibrium's like closer than you think. But then when the bigger schools throw their twos in and they're just as good as the ones and they're fresh, that's when the game starts to get skewed in in one you know one school's favor or one team's favor so the ravens have stable running backs fresh running backs and they chose not to use them i guess the ice cream man's making a trip around here as well bo folks boys whatever whoever the hell you identify as man we're on here we're living okay and um apparently people want ice cream in 55 degree weather uh, in Phoenix the day after it rained. That, that's just me, man. Maybe I got to get a better studio location. Anyways, I'm ranting about football. That's what we're doing. Oh, yeah. So um, Nick Bosa got asked what he thought about the Chiefs starting tackles. He said they hold a lot. Also need to put my devices on do not disturb, apparently. Um, let me do that. There we go. All right. We're back. Nick Bosa said in Nick Bosa fashion, they hold a lot. This guy's very short and to the point. I'm starting to see TikToks of folks impersonating Nick Bosa in his interviews. Very funny. I like it. Um, you know, you got to talk to the media as a pro. And, um, you know, guy stays professional, plays good football probably doesn't love to do those pressers do those interviews so um it'll be his second time doing that in super bowl media week as that comes up i believe that's what they commercially refer it refer to it as but um yeah i think the chiefs offensive tackles do hold a lot and i think they get a get away with a lot of calls from officials as well and i hope chiefs kingdom finds this and i hope they crucify me because their tackles do a lot of bullshit. <laughs> they do a lot of holding. 
right? They're back behind the line of scrimmage a good bit. You know what I'm saying? They think they could kind of just do whatever they want. They got Coach Reed on their side, one of the greatest coaches to ever do it. Why would the refs not give him a little leeway, you know? Um, so hopefully uh, Nick Bosa can get back there a little bit, play the type of ball he's used to playing, and maybe we can get something out of Chase Young too. There, there's been a lot of good, a lot of bad with Chase Young. Um, the plays that he makes are – whoa holy shit type of plays and then a couple plays later you'll kind of see a loaf um you know so i think he's a great player but um you know flash in the pan don't think we'll get it done for the super bowl so we'll talk more about the super bowl as it approaches but um all in all pretty I'd say compared to the last couple of weeks, mundane uh, week in terms of football news, other than the fact that the last couple of head coaching slots were filled. Um, old, old offensive coordinator from the Seahawks, I believe he's the OC. No, he's the DC. Defensive coordinator Mike McDonald got hired by the Seahawks. Um, he was the Baltimore Ravens defensive coordinator. Um, Dan Quinn formerly Cowboys defensive coordinator, was hired by the Washington Commanders. A lot of people scratching their heads about that, especially when Bill Belichick and Mike Vrabel remain jobless, which is crazy. I feel like we've only talked about those two since the show started, but they will not have head coaching roles in um, 2024. So with that being said, Let's transition out of Jar Jams and into a couple of goofy clips from this week. A couple of your kiddens, a couple of dupe approves, and a couple of that's fire. Next clip. Oh, another sports clip. This is a whole one. You gotta give us a shot. You know what? You gotta give Harry, us a shot. Okay, listen to me. Let me hear what I'm saying, okay? You get your shot. You had your shot right there. In the situation, give us a shot. Why do you know the situation, Harry? The fact that they don't can in this game. I know it. But MLB did nothing to that guy. Okay, that, that I, I can't control that, Terry. I can't control that. You know what? Terry, you know where I stand. <laughs> he was pissed. That, but that's, but that's, that's but that's not in that. Tell you know that. Terry, listen, I'm telling you. Oh, they just say, you got it all out. My favorite, honestly, dude, one of my favorite things about sports is when a manager in a baseball game walks out to argue with the umpire, dude. I've seen, I think this was um, way back when, dude. So Mississippi State University, down there in Starkville, Mississippi. They got an athletic director by the name of John Cohen. I believe he's still there. I believe. 
he used to be the head coach of the University of Kentucky Wildcats baseball team, my hometown, Lexington, Kentucky. So growing up, we would always go to the UK baseball games. And I remember one time, man, uh, Ump misses a call. Cohen goes out there to, you know, talk it over with him. And this man in a five-minute span was throwing bases. He was throwing bats. I might be thinking about something else, dude. I don't know. Something happened in Lexington, some type of baseball outburst when I was real young. I think there was a coach with the Lexington Legends that went viral way back before being viral was even a thing for, like, clearing out the whole dugout, dude. I think he was on Today Show, all of that, the next morning. Um, so, you know, growing up, we'd always go to Reds games. And, I mean, shit, dude. When you're watching baseball and you watch a guy pitch it and you know that's a strike and the umpire calls the ball and the whole stadium's like, ah, damn it. You know what I'm saying? Like, being grumpy like that is, like, top-tier, like, sports, dude. Like, that's football guy shit. Just, you know, ah, the dog's barking again. Shit. You know what I mean? Just, I love that shit. And, you know, that's just me. I don't know. Um, but, yeah, I love that. You know, I'm going to keep saying I love that shit. Next clip. Oh, this one's fire, dude. So this guy's sh- he has like a sheep out here getting attacked by a coyote. It's like a thermal camera attached to his rifle or something. You hear his breathing. That's a good shot. Dude, fucking go, smoked him, dude. Protect this house. <laughs> Save the sheep. <laughs> he said protect the... Slow it down. I'm going to run it back to... Listen. Let's go, baby. Let's go, baby. Protect this house. Save the sheep. Oh, dude. And that sheep was just kind of like, I'm going to run it back a couple more times. Maybe we'll see. The sheep was just kind of standing there. That's a good shot. Back. Go, baby. Protect this house. Go, baby. Save the sheep. Dude, I'd love to be taking care of a herd of sheep like that, dude. Maybe one day. Got him, baby. Dude, I've been seeing a lot of coyotes on my morning hikes with my pup Jasper. I got a German short-haired pointer that's got to run a lot, and we'll take him out in the desert just to let him rip. And I'll tell you what, man, I saw a pack of coyotes about two, three weeks ago. There's about ten of them, and them some bitches were bigger than our dogs, dude. They were well fed. That shit is scary. So you know, I think when it's just one coming up on a sheep like that or a herd of them really that boy's probably real hungry you know because he's going out on his own a lot of times it could be sick too but golly boy if that was six or eight of them on that sheep like that i can't imagine what they do to my damn dog man they try to man i'll tell you this my dog jasper he's smart when he has to be every other all the other times, he's a dumbass, okay? My dad told me one time they were out in the woods in Kentucky, and 
one of these coyotes tried playing with my dog, like acting playful, and, and, and lo and behold, there was a pack way back behind him. He was trying to lure him back into the pack. He's like, gang his ass, boy, smoke him. Jasper said, uh-uh. Nah, this shit, this shit dead, bro. He fucking headed back. He's cool. He's also very good in the airport. All right, yeah, next clip. This is some, I think this is shit I found on Twitter. Some arm wrestling. I didn't even know what this was when this first started. When I first saw it. Bro, he's just smiling. Dude, that's crazy, man. Because the big boy, he was trying to play mind games. And then the other guy ended up being the ultimate mind game by acting all kind to him and smiling in his face. I feel like that's a real killer's mentality right there, dude. Like, run this shit back real quick. Trying to be a hard ass. Chop you up, boy. Yeah. That's got to be killing my boy on the left on the inside right now, bro. Giving him everything you got, and he's still sitting there, standing past Miley. He said, look at me. That's what broke him, dude. That right there. That's where he took his soul. Damn, boy. I love shit like that, dude. Because, you know, it's natural to want to be the big bad. But, you know, it's like when you walk into a room and you're trying to be like, huh? Huh. Normally means you got something to prove. You know what I'm saying? Some sort of internal insufficiency. And somebody that's calm, sure of themselves, right? They'll just be smiling and be like, I put in the work. And that's why I'm going to break you. I don't know, dude. That clip was cool. What we got next? Oh, shit. Yeah. I love how this man was stuttering the whole way. And then she said, You don't know what to do with it. He goes, Clear as day. Shouldn't me? <laughs> Bro, I love this. This page has been such a blessing in my life, y'all. I just hit the fucking mic. I'm so excited. I'm going to run this back. Why does he fall over it? Yeah. All that action. Come on here. You don't know what to do with it. How you gonna do something with a drunk? Yeah, she's saying he's hammered. That's why he fell down. 
Hey, man. I'll probably be showing reels from this page every week because it's that great. This I, I don't know what this lady's name is, but she real, you know, uh, she gets real pissed when you video her. And uh, she always, you know, and, and then and then the guy that's stuttering, uh, he always like, cut, 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 cut off, boss, cut, cut off, boss, cut off, boss. Puts his hands up. But no, nah, man, she's uh, she's she's uh, yelling at the cameraman, whoever runs this account uh, on one of the posts, and, and she's uh, she's bitching at him about how he had been eating all the food in the refrigerator, and uh, <laughs> and she said she said the older you get, the more motherfucking big you get. So I might be showing Big Love Jamison um, a bit more, show him a little love because. Uh, I love this page. Next clip. Oh, this is yeah. This is this is a classic. A lot of y'all gonna know this one. Hell yeah! I think he senses your fear. Get over there and face him. Step up, baby. No, get over there and face him. You can't run from him. He's gonna win. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Win it. Win it. Yeah. Hell yeah. That thing's thrilling, boy. Yeah. <laughs> That's crazy. He's still back on the back on the cage, dude. He's still not sure about it. I feel like animals are really good at, at uh sensing fear. Like, I swear, man. Like, I was on a horse in Mexico a couple months ago, and I, I hadn't been on a horse in a, in a minute, man. I'm from Kentucky and shit, but I ain't been on a horse in a minute. And I swear, man, this boy felt uh, that I was a bit unsure. And he kind of bucked his ass a little bit to scare me. And after that, I was like, all right, whatever happens, happens. Like, I'm going to just lock in and, and keep it cool and, and nothing after that. And, and I feel like it's the same with, um, like, man. So I've been trying to really integrate Jasper with, with uh, you know, my lady's cats. And every time... They hit the ground. They're starting to get more friendly. It's been a long process. But every time they hit the ground, Jasper thinks it's fun to chase them. And they're scared. And so Jasper keeps chasing them. And so it's just one of those things. I mean, he, his dad, his dad's just like, get out there. Son, get out there and face him. Get out there. And he's just, you know, it's kind of like... Um, I f this this reminds me kind of the first time uh, where I really understood why it was fun to hit someone in football when I was a kid. You know, you're just like real scared at first, and then you just jump in and you do it, and you're like, oh, that wasn't that bad. I feel like that's the type of lesson that, that that kid's dad was trying to teach him. Like, dude, don't be a little bitch. Don't be a little puss, okay? Get in there and face him. <laughs> you imagine, dude, can you imagine? You gotta, dude, just every time something like hard comes up, like in life or whatever, and your dad, like you're a kid, and your dad's just like, no, son, you get in there. You face him. You face him. 
I don't know, dude. I love that fucking video, though, because he made a man out of that boy. He made a man out of that boy. Anyway, next clip. Let's see what we got. Oh, shit, dude. Okay, so this this uh, Instagram account, it's called Lighthounds, L-I-T-E, Hounds. And uh, it just shows dogs just fucking detonating other animals, dude. Here, he'll show it. Dude, he's fucking flying. Ooh. So he just, I guess the guy, maybe, I, I doubt the guy that runs this page has all these dogs, but this guy's page really focuses on, like, dogs killing hogs. Uh, it must be in Texas. Um, my cameraman, Cold and I, were talking about this before the show, just like how in Texas, dude, they don't give a fuck about them hogs. You can literally be driving around with an AR-15 in the bed of your truck, and you're driving out in the holler, and some hogs cross the street. You can get out of the car and smoke them hoes right there, dude. So I bet it, I bet this is in Texas, or the guy running the account is Texan. I'm willing to bet. But I'm interested in these types of pages because my dog, Jasper, is um, – uh, German short hair pointer So he's a hunting dog So this guy will post Like German short hairs And stuff I'm gonna run this back He just knows Where he's at Dude Can you imagine What it would feel like To like actually Like get fully mauled By a dog dude Like that would suck Like I always think Back to that Uh game of thrones episode where um what's the bad guy's name uh ramsey bolton and they and and they sick his own dogs on him dude that shit sounds gruesome hell boy right like i don't know man i love watching dogs do stuff there's another clip on this page of like uh there was like a dead buck like floating in a creek and uh and one of these guys one of this guy's dogs or the dog in the video like went out into the creek and like uh like swam the buck out and this buck's probably twice three times the size of the dog dude it's fucking nuts it's really badass i i really am starting to my feed is starting to get a lot of this content i'm really fired up about it um so yeah what else we got oh yeah dude so i think i think we're Oh, yeah, I definitely, I still want to talk about Elon, but um, this is the last goofy clip of the show here, and uh, I don't know, so, my cigar's out, so somebody sent, started, my buddy of mine started sending me these, and it's literally like, I guess this guy just like compiles like a bunch of short clips of people doing dumb shit, and he just like looks at them, and he, and he just like is acting like he's not fucking with it, he's kind of like, yeah, I'll run it. Bang up, bang up, bang up, Terry. <laughs> what the, like, why is he lighting that? Dude? Oh, Lord! Lord, Jesus! Ah! Hey! That's so beat! <laughs> bang up, bang up. He's really not fucking with seeing that. That's cat.
That's so neat. You're kidding. Wonder that blew his fucking finger off. Cat. <laughs> Be productive. He's really not fucking with that. I mean, that's cat. <laughs> Dumb bastard mannerisms, too. I love that, dude. Props to that guy. What's what's his? Let's see his username. I am Jonathan Peter. I guess he just like makes a bunch of reels like that. Props to him, dude. I uh, I'm a big fan. So that'll conclude. You're kidding. Dupe approved. Um, into our next spot where we talk a little bit about some stuff going on with Elon Musk. So number one. Right, it looks like the state of Delaware, in which Tesla is apparently incorporated in, probably no longer will be, uh, is coming at Elon Musk apparently saying that a compensation package that he cut for himself in a certain year—I don't know if it was last year or years prior—was too much, and apparently the compensation was to the tune of like fifty-six billion dollars. Right, and so the state of Delaware says, "Uh-uh, you gonna come back? You gonna pay that fifty-six billion back to, um, you know, back to us?" I guess I can't really speak on exactly where it's going, but um, let's see. I'm gonna pull up an article. Tesla Motors has to rescind a 2018 compensation package for Musk worth as much as fifty-six billion, purported to be the largest compensation package ever awarded to a CEO um, by an order of magnitude, right? And so uh, McCormick, I guess, is the, uh, okay, Chancellor Kathleen McCormick. Chancellor what, the state? McCormick called the amount unfathomable and um, kind of talked more about, you know, hey, we know that you're wanting to use this money for SpaceX and all this stuff. And they were kind of taking digs at him saying like, you know, um, colonizing Mars uh, is where all these funds are going. And basically like, we don't know when you're going to do that. So we don't know if it's going to be for the betterment of humanity. And it's, uh, it's kind of like, dude, let the man like Elon literally, uh, I, w I was reading a, a biography about Elon Musk. This man literally used to sleep on his own floor in the office every night so that he could wake up and just get right back to it, dude. And this was for, I think he said for like 5, 10, 15 years, his life was just pure hell because he was literally working 18 hours a day, seven days a week. And now you're having success. Pay yourself. You earned it. So the state of Delaware, I think they're just kind of acting sour. You know, uh, Elon's been posting digs at him on X, Twitter, um, you know, uh, fears that the United States is being overwhelmed by illegal immigration. You know, I get that. But um, I don't know. Uh, it's an interesting little deal. He's going to end up incorporating in either Nevada or Texas, which 
I don't blame him. Nevada and Texas have the, you know, most business-friendly uh, income tax laws. Um, so, you know, it'll be interesting to see um, how all that goes down. I'm trying to see if I missed anything on the article. Colonizing Mars is an expensive endeavor, reads McCormick's ruling. Musk's believes he, Musk believes he has a moral obligation to direct his wealth toward that goal, and Musk views his compensation from Tesla as a means of bankrolling that mission. Yeah. So, we'll see what happens there. Um, Musk has got the money to go to court probably for as long as he damn needs to and he's a principled guy so you know he wants to prove a point um so it'll be interesting to see where that goes and then to close out the show i saw that elon musk's company Neuralink has successfully installed a brain chip in a human isn't that insane so first of all I don't know. I didn't do enough research to know if the human they're doing it on has a confidential identity or not. But apparently they're starting with people who are like paralyzed or don't have much um, function in some of their limbs. And they're going to try to plant this brain chip in and see if they can reboot um, somebody in that way. So, I mean... I got an article pulled up again. You know, I probably should have distilled exactly, you know, what to go through. But um, let's see. Neuralink has released little information about its trials goals and did not respond to nature's request for an interview. This is the nature.com is where this article is coming from. Um, but experts expect safety to be paramount at the state. Of, no shit. That involves observing the immediate impact of the device. No strokes, no bleeds, no vascular damage, anything like that, as well as for infections and long-term follow-up to check that it remains safe to have the device implanted. Well, I mean, shit, man. So they got to be paying this human subject out the ass to do this. I mean, I maybe we'll get a figure for another episode, but holy shit. So Neuralink study brochure says that the volunteers will be followed for five years. That also sucks. It also indicates that the trial will assess the device functionality with volunteers using it at least twice weekly to control a computer and feedback on the experience. So it seems like we're kind of at a certain phase where, you know, we're not going to see anything new about this for five years. But it's worth noting that a literal human person agreed to have a chip planted in them to potentially control their consciousness um and shit man i could go deep on damn consciousness but y'all don't want to be around here for another two hours something like that for real though dude that's crazy and 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 then you you have this whole thing my lady was telling me about how um there are these people here in phoenix that uh, will literally like you sign something and the caveat to this is is that you have to sign your will over to people but right before you die they freeze your body that shit is crazy bro yeah dude so yeah you know so um you literally have to make these people the um the successors on your trust like you have to create i think you have to create a trust and they're the successors so literally 
every asset you accumulate over the course of your life will go to them when when you die right or when you freeze so it's just dude like we're seeing more and more stuff human consciousness is so precious man i just don't know like what what advancements are going to come and how we're going to be able to alter consciousness i bet you know and i don't think anyone living on this earth today has this to be a concern but i bet they make so many advancements in uh, areas like human consciousness that will end up imploding as a race when it gets to a certain point. And, you know, we're going to, I think, I think if we don't get a hold on this shit, like humans will probably go extinct, you know, it, whether it's a uh, hundred years or, or 500, you know, I don't know. Right. I don't think it's going to be any quicker than a hundred years that shit will pop off like that. But when you think about AI, when you think about the fact that Congress literally had to put a pause on AI innovation because we need to make sure that we have a fucking handle on this thing, um, that tells you something. And it's exploded. I mean, you know, Cole and I were talking about this before the episode, like ChatGPT. Um, literally, the way we make our reels for this show is through an AI software called, you know, I won't, I won't spill the beans. It's Opus. It's a great software. And no, you know, we don't have enough subscribers yet to be doing business with them. But it's coming, man. There's a lot of stuff. And I think it's just going to be incremental advancements um, over the course of time. And, you know, studies like this will show you exactly... Uh, what's going on right we're not going to know an, another thing for another five years so who knows whether the next stage will be 10 15 years right we could all be in our 70s before this shit really uh explodes but an ai explosion is coming and consciousness is changing and um with that we'll wrap this week's episode in the jar make sure you comment what you think appreciate everybody that watches love y'all appreciate y'all and we'll see you next week